This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers, by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. So, obviously, I'm getting over something. I don't know what it is. I tested negative for COVID. So, that's a bonus. It's like a spring fever, spring cold. Yeah. All my kids had it. I think I had... I think I might have had, like, the flu Mm -hmm. or some version of the flu because I had a fever and was sweating like a bitch and um, just just runny nose. Like, gross runny nose. Like, the kind that doesn't stay in your nose, like, it was constantly dripping out. It was, like, pure liquid coming out of my nose. And if I didn't catch it fast enough, it was just, like, dripping on myself. Thankfully, the babies didn't get sick, and I think it's because my body was prepping beforehand, and my milk turned blue, so I think the milk turning blue is something to do with uh, antibodies being pumped no into my children. I have no idea. I know my breast milk turned blue occasionally, too. Yeah. That's so, my theory. So it's There's probably people who like know about breast milk like yeah. that know why it turns like that hue of blue. Yeah. I think it's cool though. Yeah, it was interesting. I had to pump because my I was so engorged while being sick. So I think my body was like Yeah, cuz you're not moving, telling me to feed mm-hmm. more and my babies don't latch if they're not hungry. <laughs> so like they're not just like munchers. They like full meals and they've been like that since they've been home yeah. from the hospital. And they love just like big meals. They love to just have... They're like me. I'm not a a snacker either. And, like, they want, like, just give me the full thing. What the fuck? I have other shit to do. I don't know. Every time I was sick, I would produce a lot of milk. But, like, if I got sick, the kids were usually going to be sick. And so my kids were power feeders when they were sick. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully they did not get sick. That's good. So, like, I wasn't dealing with sick babies and my husband was sick. We were both sick at the same time. I'm thinking I'm like a day behind him, but like there was a night where we were both kind of in the thick of it and I'm in the thick of it and dealing with feeding babies and you know, that's primarily why they're up. Yeah. And so he's like trying to take care of me while he's sick. <laughs> and I'm just like I'm a big baby when I'm sick. Yeah, you are. Oh, I'm horrible. So, yeah, it was quite an interesting night. He, one night he got, like, zero sleep because I'm like, oh, I need a tissue. Oh, I need Tylenol. Oh, I need water. And he's just like, okay. And he's such a trooper. He take, he does what he has to do. But, yeah. And I don't take care of him. Oh, I take care of everyone in the house. They never take care of me. No, and like- I stop taking care of the big one yeah. because... Um, he pisses me off. Yeah, you know if they're not going to return the. F- it's not even Never that. Mind. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't return any of it. But like, he's also such a big fucking baby. But he doesn't listen when he's sick. So if like yeah. I'm like, you need to take your medicine. Take your fucking medicine. Like, yeah. why do you try? He because he's he takes so poor care of himself that when he gets sick, he's like down, like down for the count, like. Like, every single time? Every single time he gets sick. Every single time he gets sick. He takes such poor care of himself in general that he gets sick, and he gets sick so hard. So, like, we've had, what, COVID, like, maybe twice? Yeah. Yeah. 
And he's always down for like two weeks. Yes. Every and, single time. And he like gets like now it's like he has like chronic bronchitis. And so he's always coughing. Yeah. Right. But then like the other couple weeks ago, he ran out of gas on the freeway uh-huh. on his bike. So then he had a walk. Oh, yeah. I remember. And it was cold. So he was like sweating and cold at the same time because it was right when the temperature dropped yeah. here in Vegas. So then he comes home because he's cold. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, yeah, he was sick the next day. And I, you know what? I always thought it was funny, like when people are like, oh, make sure you put a jacket on. You're going to get cold. Yeah. You're going to get a cold. That never happened to me. I got sick because, like, I did shit. Yeah, you went to a drag brunch. I went to a drag brunch. Or, like, I get sick because I'm around sick people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sickness kind of just carries. I don't get sick out of nowhere. Like, I never got sick out of nowhere. Just, like, going outside and being a little too cold. Yeah, no, you'll that get never sniffles. happened to me either. Yeah, you'll get the sniffles because it's, you know, you're going from hot or cold to hot. Yeah. And that was it. I never really got sick until I got pregnant. And now I'm breastfeeding. And those are two things that... Um, compromise your immune system. Yeah. So, like, I, okay, so, like, what I'm about to say sounds like those anti-COVID people, but it's really true. I didn't get COVID until I got pregnant. And so, I was... That's more coincidental. I know. I think it's because my immune system was compromised. And so... there was also a wave of COVID. Yeah. Because my immune system was compromised. But, like, even when... We had, like, the biggest wave of... Not the biggest wave, but going through the waves of COVID, I still never really got it. And I think it's just... One, I don't go out much. And two, I do have a stronger immune system. Even when I was a kid, I never really got sick. And so... I have... I want to say I have a strong immune system in a sense that it's constantly battling itself. Because (laughs) I have Hashimoto's disease, which is an autoimmune disease. And which means my... um, my immune system is constantly working and it's constantly attacking itself. So like my immune system is constantly attacking my thyroid. And so yeah. that's what Hashimoto's is. But that means that I am constantly in inflammation, everything else. Yeah. But whenever my kids get sick all the time, they're, yeah, they're but that's normal for kids. Yeah. They're grody. I never got sick when I was a kid. When I got sick, I got real sick and it was like chicken pox or the flu. And, uh, when I got COVID, I I was sick for two days and it sucked and I, f- I felt like pretty rough. But then everything else was fine. And and that's the same thing. Every time there's a cold or a flu that goes through my household, I am sick for maybe a day. I yeah. feel like shit. I bounce back pretty quickly. The only thing that I'm suffering now with is like I don't have any skin on my tits. So <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that's like really my healing has been compromised. Yeah. And it's bugging me because I usually bounce back pretty quickly. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm curious to see how I'll fare with when children do start to get sick. Because that's how they built up their immune system. So I'm curious. Am I going to catch it too? Their sickness? Yeah. Every fucking time. <laughs> I'm like, they go to school. They come back. When I was in high school and the kids were going through their phases of sickness, like... I never really got it. I I know now, like, I think because COVID has kind of programmed me to, like, take some precautions. So, like, when my when my husband was sick in the house, I made him wear a mask. Mm. 
I, we didn't wear a mask. I made him wear a mask. And, yeah. and he tested negative for COVID, but, like, keep the mask on. You're still dirty. Like, you know what I mean? You're still sneezing everywhere. You're a dirty bitch. You're still <laughs> fucked up. Like, so, like, the whole idea of, like, kind of just not necessarily, like, hardcore quarantine. Yeah. But it's just, like, okay, I know now we need to clean our sheets. Or let's just do, like, a little bit of disinfecting. And oh, yeah, I'm horrible. I don't do any of that. You know, like, just to keep the place kind of clean yeah. so that way it's easier to, like, come back from. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, wear a mask if you're, like, super, super sick. Yeah. If you don't, you know, if you're outside, whatever. But, like, if you're inside with a house full of kids that are still going to school, just fucking wear a mask. Yeah. You're laying on the couch anyway. Yeah. Things might change when babies are older. Um, but... So I went back to work. I had I worked one day, and then I got sick and had to cancel the next <gasps> week. Did you really? Yeah. I thought you pulled through. No, I couldn't. I was in bed pretty much that whole day. You should have just said COVID. Right? No, I just was like, I don't have COVID, but I got the flu, and I have a temperature, and... Yeah. I was up until almost 3 o'clock in the morning, like, off and on. Because mm-hmm. I don't sleep well when I'm sick that deep into it. Because mm-hmm. you're uncomfortable. So I had to cancel, and I moved everyone. I only had two dogs, because one of them was um, a misunderstanding, and he can not start until their next scheduled appointment, which was fine. He told me in advance. So, um, and then... Yeah, so then I moved the two dogs to this week coming up, Wednesday. So I'll have five dogs, which is fine. Um, well, yeah, it'll be fine. So my first day back was fine. Everything the day of was fine. The night of was not fine. We were up until midnight trying to figure out how to fix my trailer. So the week before... My scheduled date, yeah. I checked everything. Mm-hmm. The water was working. My pressure was fine. My blow dryer turned on. My clipper back turned on. Everything worked. Like, peachy keen. Um, and so, the night before, something in my mind was like, let's let's figure this, like, let's that just good, check that everything. Good, that good anxiety. Yeah, I'm like, let's just, let's just make sure everything's working and of course my water pressure was not working and i was like what the fuck and it usually doesn't take 30 minutes for my water to start pumping through the pipes yeah and so my husband was like well let's see if it's maybe the water tank needs not the water tank uh the water heater needs to be filled up maybe there was just no water in the 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 tank Uh and i was like okay so we waited and waited and it kind of did start finally working and then something happened to one of my hoses and so then it was leaking and so we just had to like all the stores were closed yeah there's nothing we could do and so we just had to unplug one of them thankfully thankfully i have two tanks and so we just unplugged the other one completely and capped off the um because we have a splitter hose capped it off and i got through the day and i'm hoping so it's like you have to close off one water tank and to use the other one and then when you're done with that one you gotta switch over to the next water tank no like manually yeah but no yes if i wanted to do that but 
no, I didn't have to do that because I only had three dogs and I have 25 gallons. You can make it work. I used maybe a little bit more than half. That's good. With, you know, the three dogs because one of them was a medium sized dog and the other ones were small. But if I had to, yes, I could have done that, but I didn't have to. That's good. Yeah. So this, we should actually probably get this done because I have five dogs and we'll probably need more water. All the water. Yeah. Not all the water, but I'll need more water, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, even then, you'll just have to, like, stop and then switch at the end of whatever dog you're done with, right? Yeah, pretty much. Which is a hassle, but it's not, like, the end of the world. No. So. So, then I realized halfway through my first dog, I was like, we've done everything. We checked everything. Got the the tank filled up and and the generator, but we didn't check my oil. (laughs) <laughs> on the generator on the generator and i was like we did everything i checked the ac unit oh, and it's been sitting too and it's so. just been sitting there and i was like i really hope because i'm in my trailer i can't check to see if we have oil um in the trucks i always keep spare oil and so i'm like mm, i really hope i have oil in the back of my truck and i really hope my generator like works through this whole dog and it does it went about two hours and I was like okay cool so then I go to my next appointment and I guess he was really excited to see me because he never just like is outside waiting and I was like fuck so I'm like checking the oil making sure I had oil in the truck thank goodness and then I checked to see how much oil I had since it had been running and I almost had a full dipstick so I was like cool and then I just went through my whole day. I still haven't changed the oil. You're going to have to change it. <laughs> I am. Can you change it yourself? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's super easy. You just... I have to run the generator, so I'll probably par- like pull it out and park on Tuesday. Do you have to do like a flush? A flush? No, it's just like changing oil on a car, kind of. Well, no, I know, but like when something sits, like transmission fluid or like oil sits, it corrodes the inside, so like do oh, you have probably, to flush it out? but I'm not going to. Okay, well... I don't know how to do that. I don't either. I don't understand the process. I think they Me just either. like so run water through it or something. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like water might be dangerous. Oh yeah, don't do that. Don't listen to me. <laughs> no. I'm just saying like I don't know I could how they do it. Look it up, but, a but I'm not flush going means to. like they're rinsing it out. You My know? generator. I'm gonna be honest. Like I change the oil and I put gas in it. That's as far as I go. Yeah. And like. I feel like if I were to change that routine, I might break her. Like she, and she's she's out of warranty now too. She's out of warranty. She looks busted. Like <laughs> she just looks like she's been through hell. And it's because we can't do an enclosed um, generator here yeah. in Nevada. Or I shouldn't say Nevada because there are parts of Nevada that do get cold, and like you probably could. You don't have like such a hot climate. Um, but here in Vegas, it gets so hot that if you have an enclosed generator, it's going to continue to shut off because of overheating. Yeah. So it will be raining and a hundred degrees out. So my generator just gets rained on. So she's the paints wearing, there are parts on her and then the heat just in general. Yeah. Breaks things here in Vegas. Yep. So she doesn't look too good. She looks like she's limping along, okay? So I'm like, if I were to do anything new on her, <laughs> I 
feel like she's gonna break down so i kind of just leave her be she's been going this generator has been three years my first generator was fine until i was convinced to tamper with it and then when i tampered, and that was a brand new generator that was too. a brand new generator they're both brand new thankfully but well, no, you've had this one three years. You've had that one for only a couple months before it died, and it was because... Yeah, I was convinced to silence her with a muffler, changing her muffler. Okay, well, that's and something you should consult with, like, a professional with. Um, well, the person who I did, who did it was apparently a professional, and it, the rattling of the generator broke it off. And was pounding up against the muffler. She's still in like perfect condition. I could utilize her if I were to take, if say this generator breaks down, I can remove the muffler box and put the muffler box on the other generator uh-huh. and she would be fine. But I just had to have like a whole new generator because for some reason it was gonna take forever to get the new muffler box. So. Yeah, and I needed something now. I remember, like, yeah, you're like, yeah, somebody said to do this to make it quieter. But then it was louder. And then it was really loud. Oh, yeah. It was, like, pound. Like, the vibrations knocked the, like, broke the welding. And it just was, it was really scary. Listening to it was giving me anxiety. So I had to cancel, like, the rest of my day. I had to cancel until I got a new generator. And I found a used no, I shouldn't say used. I found on, like, OfferUp or something, Marketplace, I found my exact generator in the box. And he gave it to me for, like, really cheap. So. So it was a good first day. Yeah, it was a good first day. Yeah. I had one dog um, that was, she didn't get groomed for the six months I was out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because she uh, got kicked out of a salon for, she didn't say she was being aggressive, but... She thinks because it was a male groomer um, that they don't live with men. She's not married. She got the dog after her divorce. So she's like, this dog is like never around men. And she's like, and I think she was just kind of like nervous. And I was like, okay. I'm like, that is a possibility. It happens. Yeah. And so she said that they, she was just like bobbing and weaving for her face and her neck. So they left her face and neck and didn't do anything. (laughs) And they just sent her home. So I was like, okay. I was like, she used to be that way, but, like, she's fine now. Mm -hmm. So maybe she's just, I don't know. So, but I got her done. And so she had nothing but problems afterwards because she went six months without her skin touching air. And she wasn't as matted as, like... I thought she was going to be, I thought I was going to have to just shave her with like a 10 blade because she's going to just be, you know, casted. And she wasn't. Like I was able to blow her out and I did a number two underneath her. She looked great. She didn't look choppy. And then shaved her sandy, but I had to go like super close in her sandy because she had, you know, matting. You don't, can't really brush that area. And so like, she just was scooting everywhere and she didn't have a rash she said like everything looked normal there was no inflammation it just was like new fresh yeah like freshly shaven like her little fucking vulva was like oh my god there's air (laughs) and just was like i don't like this you know it was a little breezy (laughs) yeah you know so she said that she was scooting so i just told her like throw some cornstarch you know 
go from there see what happens i should actually check in on her i checked in on her like on sunday last sunday i think but yeah so everything was you know she was like uh, my dog is being weird and i was like yeah sorry these things can happen but yeah so i just had a client hit me up today or yesterday or yeah today about his dog and this dog is like such an asshole her i call her naughty nina oh my god she's a nightmare she's already been kicked out i kicked her out first like not because she's aggressive which she is she's a little shit um but i only when you're grooming her otherwise she's sweet yeah but when you're grooming her she's a nightmare it happens so she's a nightmare dog to groom but then her mom was a nightmare parent to deal with Ugh. so i fired her and then they left got kicked out of petco and PetSmart, and then her husband came and was like listen you'll never have to deal with my wife ever again just deal with me like promises <laughs> and i haven't for the past two years i've only dealt with the husband uh-huh and um before i was going out on my surgery i was like hey you know i'm gonna go out on my surgery soon so like if you need to get her in i need to know now and he's like no she's fine uh-huh. until you come back and so uh-huh. he just hit me up he's like can i get nina in and i'm like uh no i know it's been like longer than the six weeks that i had said i was supposed to be healed back up but like no you're gonna have to refer her out to another place like, yeah. like you're gonna have to go somewhere else and all my kids have to go somewhere else. Like, they all have to. No, at there's this no point, one there. Yeah, there's no one there at this point. Everybody has to go somewhere else. So, it's interesting because I deal with a lot of little demon dogs. Yeah, you're your specialty. I know. And it's kind of like I don't want I don't want people to suffer because of me. Like, yeah. I don't want other groomers to have to deal with these asshole dogs. But I really want owners to know yeah your dog is an asshole yeah and i want you to see it like i want you to know like how big of an asshole your dog is and like start paying me more like i'm gonna raise my prices when i come back for sure you should do what i do 25 percent increase <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. so like yeah that's really what's gonna happen um yeah but i just think it's funny because i i don't want anybody to get bit because of nina because she's such an asshole and i don't want nina to get hurt because she's such an asshole yeah i really want those parents with my asshole dogs to know like you're lucky you're just so you had me for so many years (laughs) just like appreciate our past and they do one of my dogs i did refer out to elsa Uh because it's cody that little cute little chihuahua i shave yeah and he's good he's just nervous yeah and she's the most gentle groomer i know like aside from us and you're out and down for the count so yeah yeah (laughs) she can do wednesdays though if you want wednesdays another dog where she live uh we'll talk ranch actually that might work uh we'll talk about that after okay anyway yeah so that's really what i've been doing I've just been trying to focus on healing. So, like, the past two days, I haven't done shit. And I got some skin growth. And so, I'm trying to be very cautious for the next two days. I know. I told you. You were doing, like, way too much. I was. I just thought, like, because, like, they're not falling off. Like, my tits aren't falling off. So, you were just waiting for them to fall off? Well, no. Because, like, the last time I talked to the doctor, he's like, okay, well, I mean, there's skin growth. Like, there's But are you telling him you're scrubbing your shower? Are you telling him... You're painting walls. Are you telling him all of these things? No, because he doesn't ask. He's a freaking surgeon. He doesn't ask these things. Of course they're not going to ask. You need to divulge that information. Okay, well, I asked him what my... The last time I was in, I was like, well, what can my 
activity level be? He's like, you can do stuff around the house. You can start what doing... What does stuff around the house like, mean to you? He's, I don't know. Did you ask him? Can you please, sir, can you clarify what stuff around the house is? I feel like... Does I, painting walls and ceilings mean doing stuff around the house? No, it doesn't. Okay, okay. so, but... The pain last week was so unbearable. After I had seen him, they put some stuff on me that just, like, I reacted so poorly to the next couple days. I was in so much pain. But, like, going out with my friends and, like, walking around, like, things that are just, like, normal day-to-day things I should be able to do right now is causing the skin that's growing to just kind of fall off. Yeah. Because it's paper thin. So it's Well, because you haven't really given yourself a chance. So, yes... Like, you're wanting to do the things that you should be able to do at this point in your healing. Well, yeah. But you didn't give it that chance in the I beginning. I know that. I know that. Okay? But, like, I'm at this point, like, who else is going to do it? Like, my husband's not going to fucking do it. Then you, you don't do it. I'm not going to do it. The next couple of days, I'm just not doing anything. I'm here, and this is the most I'm doing. I just feel bad because it's spring break, and my kids like to do stuff. So, I oh, take I them out. I take them out to go shopping. I try to supplement my exercise with, like, grocery shopping or shopping or, like, moving. Oh, I get it. But it's just the moving. It is literally, mm-hmm. it's not the fact, like, you need to exercise. But I'm also trying to build skin, and it starts off at a percent. It's not like you get skin and it's skin. It's, like, this little thin eyelid that if you just, like, breathe, even, like, uh, adjusting my chest even just adjusting the tissue yeah it you can see it just rip away that's how thin the paper or the the skin is so it's like fuck so like past two days i haven't been wearing a bra i just been wearing the wraps i haven't been wearing an ace bandage either i just those are things to protect from movement and like you know things so like i just didn't move so i've been binge watching ozark good for so friday i got changed i chilled out all friday saturday chilled out all day was supposed to have my kids back home they didn't um i'm gonna get my kids go back home i'm gonna chill out for monday and tuesday and wednesday i'll probably have to do a bunch of stuff so i'll probably just like set myself up i don't know yeah i know healing is hard and i know like now because like being sick with kids is difficult but it just, it just really sucks it's, because your in-home support system isn't there. Yeah. And unfortunately, you need that to he- properly heal. Yeah. You know? And um, it also really sucks, though, too, because it's like you... It's not good for your body not to do not to move. But the thing about it is, is that even though it's not good for your body not to move and, like, the rest of my body is perfectly healthy, it's... That's so, like, that whole... I get uncomfortable very quickly. I get um, anxiety very quickly. Yeah. Like, if I'm watching TV, I'm fine. But, like, like right now, we're sitting here. My butt cheeks hurt. Yeah. You know? It's n- normal. Yeah. Like, I'm uncomfortable also. Yeah. But you have to, like, you have to just get through it. I've been high. And that's why... And like, I sedated myself all yesterday. <laughs> that's fine. Do what you have to do. But that's why, you know, there is depression healing. Like, you get depressed during healing because you're not supposed to do stuff. And, like, people get depressed. Like, it's a natural thing. Yeah. And, ugh, there's this chick. And I see a lot in the pregnant and grooming group that I'm in. And people are like, I'm going to be having a C-section. When can I go back to work? 
or I'm feeling great. I'm two weeks postpartum, had a C-section. Can I go back to work? No, fuck no. Like I get it. You probably financially need to go back to work or you're itching. You're feeling great. You just had abdominal fucking surgery. Yeah. You need to at least give yourself. And I see you over there. I did that. And I know you did. And so I threw you out being like, my best friend did that shit. She fucking regrets it to this day. I do regret it. Because you you think in your mind you feel great. Your body is not healed. Yeah. Do not. Like, this goes for any grooming industry. In. Um, injury or you get injured outside of grooming it doesn't matter you need to give yourself time to heal or else you're gonna fuck yourself yeah in the future i know and it's so hard though because it's like you go so broke so quickly and it sucks because it's like yeah you know what i say i I, and i did save up a cushion Mm -hmm. i saved up a fairly good cushion for when um because the idea was, guys, I was going to have this surgery, be healed, go back to work for a week, get all my scheduling done, and then go on a five-day vacation because I haven't been on, like, an actual vacation in years. So, like, I want a vacation. That did not happen. I'm still not getting that vacation. So, like, I had a cushion because we were going to pay for a vacation. We were going to pay for some home improvements. And I had to cut back on some of the home improvements, but like I still had money because I knew I was going to be out of work and I don't have benefits. So um, if you guys are like, you accidentally get pregnant or like, you know, things Even if you do plan your pregnancy. Even if you do plan your pregnancy, I think... Or plan your surgery. Exactly, or or plan your surgery or anything like that. I think for me, it was like... I thought afterwards, like, I could just rest and relax. But you don't know what's going to happen. You can't plan an emergency C-section. You can't plan complications. Um, And, you know, you do... I don't want to hustle before anything happens. Because, like, I don't want to burn myself out. But, like, kind of have to. So, like, I worked until I popped. We had a great cush, too. And drained it all. Yeah. Well, nobody can predict the things that happen. So, like, it's really important to have those cushions. um, But it's also very important to, like... Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You need to put yourself first. And, like, it's so hard. Most of us are millennials here. We've gone broke, like, four or five times. Oh, God. Like, beyond, like... I started my adult life broke. Right? Like, being on my own... My adult... The only thing that honestly saved me was grooming. Yeah. Because grooming in the beginning, you know, people get slack for starting grooming this way. But I started grooming because I needed money. Yeah. And so they asked me, hey, do you want to be a groomer? And I was like, yeah, I could use that good, quick money. And I ended up falling in love with it. It became a passion after the fact. But I needed money. And so because I was just moving out on my own and had nothing Mm -hmm. I had no furniture I just went you know through a big argument with my family and left with basically the clothes on my back and I like my manager was like I have an empty apartment if you want it and I was like fuck yeah and so I took that and was like literally finding change on the side of the road on my way home from the bus you know, I didn't know panhandling panhandling was illegal until like um, somebody yelled at me. 
Because I've always panhandled. Because I didn't have any money. So I was like, hey, I can I get I never some- panhandled. I just picked up change. I panhandled. Like, I'd ask people for bus fare. Yeah. And they would give it to me. Because I was a teenager. I didn't know. Yeah. Give- you have to do what you got to do. You give kids money. What are they going to do? Yeah. I've uh, been evicted so many times. I've never been ev- evicted as an adult, which I'm very proud of myself. Yeah. But, like, living, growing yeah. up, I've been evicted multiple times. We lost one house I lived in we lost and then my mother lost another house when the kids were um living there yeah yeah and that was really they were paying uh, she was paying an astronomical amount of money um and the house dropped to zero negative value after the 2008 crash yeah and then she lost her job so like we we've been through like the worst of the worst and i'm not saying it's fun to go back i'm just saying like but like we can do it we're still here yeah you just gotta take the time to heal like yeah during the recession we lost our house too so we were homeless we were living with family out here Mm -hmm. in a living room with my family of six yeah and like Till you can find a place. Till they, yeah, till my parents were able to find a place. And then we were bouncing a little bit from home to home every year because people were either selling or we needed to find a different home or moving up. And know. employment was very difficult yeah. for everyone. My dad's always kind of had a problem with employment. but And then, so, I decided, well, my family life decided for me like fuck this and i needed to get out of my situation so i did oh i got kicked out because my mom thought i was on drugs um i wasn't though no you weren't but like there was like a mixture of if i got kicked out or if i kicked myself out it was slightly mutual kind of that's just the way it's easiest to explain i my mom says i left on my own basically the way she says is that i never said you couldn't come back that's what she said so, like, even though the day that she told me not to come back, yeah. and then the second time I came back, um, they were changing the locks, the th- thing that she says now is, like, I never said you couldn't come back. Mm. And I'm like, well, you know, like, taking... very like, welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was also in a cult, like, coming out of a cult at the time, too, in a new relationship. She was just... She's just all over the place. Yeah. Um, so, funny story really quick like if you want to get into my background a little bit um i had just turned 18 and we me and my friends who came in from town from california we went to fremont street and i didn't tell my parents because i'm 18 i could do what the fuck i want yeah that's basically how it started too yeah and so well because i was out with my friends um i was out with my boyfriend yeah and i didn't go to work I, i called out of work one day because I wanted to just get banged. <laughs> like, it's stupid shit. Like, <clears throat> and it's because, you know, I've been used to hiding shit from my parents because, you know, explosiveness. I never hit anything. I did because... I'm not good at lying. Oh, oh I'm great at lying. <laughs> I'm, like, I think I've gotten worse. Like, I can't really lie now because I don't really need to lie anymore. Um, but I can... I still lie to my family and I'm really good at it um but anyway and my therapist says it's okay okay because she's 
she's like you're keeping the dynamic that makes you mentally sane and she's like in that kind of household that you grew up in she's like it's actually not uncommon for that kind of dynamic to happen because you're just saving yourself from mental anguish yeah and so i'm like valid i really am but anyways so back to 18 fremont street i didn't even drink i didn't get drunk i went and i just had fun with my friends yeah and i chose not to tell them because i knew they would never let me go mm-hmm. like they would have been like no you can't leave you have to stay home yeah and i was like fuck this i have friends in town i'm going out we went to fremont street we took pictures with chippendale people we went to a strip club we went to someone's house and i was home safe and sound i didn't do anything like reckless and i hid my chippendales picture and I knew I hit it really well. And they said my sister found it, who was, like, tiny. No. No, she can't climb all the way to the top shelf of my fucking closet. No, they <laughs> went through your shit. They did. And that was it. I had never had my own room. I shared a room with my sibling, with my sister. I never really was able to go out. And, like... I did things in high school, yes, but I did things because I was going through a lot of stuff and then added on, like, trust issues with my parents. And so that snowballed me leaving that night. I was like, no, you can't keep going through my stuff. Like, I'm 18. I need some sort of, like, privacy. Like, I'm still sharing a room with my sister, Mm -hmm. who's, like, a toddler. Yeah. (laughs) Like, come on. And so I was like, well, I'm leaving. And they're like, no, you're not leaving. And I'm like, I'm leaving and so i left and they're like you're gonna come back and i never went back i never asked him for money nothing so grooming like really saved me it really did and so then here we are you went through some tough shit i went through some tough shit and we're still adulting yeah and guys guys (laughs) we have been adulting you'd be so proud of us we've been adulting so good like mm, like so good yeah like, our friend came into, actually, you know what, it was, um, I don't know, something, somebody reached out to us, and we really got motivated from that point, and our friend came into town, we were all really busy at the same time, mm-hmm. but, like, for some reason, we just got, like, really big motivators to, like, do adult things, and it's, like, if, and when we mean adult things, guys, it's, like, for the podcast, it's, like, yeah, for like the grooming. finally moving forward in things. Yeah, like, actually, like, putting some spin and, like, like, flavor on us, and, like, yeah. we're trying to do, like, we're trying to do shit, like, more professional, but, like, making sure we're not losing our sense of style and values. Yeah. So, it's really funny, though, because, like, somebody hit us up, and... Like, I never do anything, guys. Like, I have a really hard time focusing. If I don't get it done right then and there, it's not going to happen. And Vanessa's very much a planner. She likes to have things laid out. Yeah, so you're not overwhelmed. But she wants things so that way, like, it lines up to what it is. And I can't do that. So, like, I just, like, turned something on in my head. And I started creating, like, this weird, like, little menu thing for us and um then we went from there we had a really cool friend like um look at it and yeah it's just and then it just went from there and then we're like oh wait we 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 need a new look not really a new look but we need our look to reflect more of us no it's a complete new look it's great yes so but like it's it's more of us like we kind of grew tired of 
the look that we had because it wasn't our brand at all yeah and like keep in mind like when we first started this podcast like our logo our style like we wanted to do so much in the beginning and we had this beautiful momentum going and then COVID kind of put a damper on it and then you know we're still getting older and we're doing you know we have families and we still have to like we have our own responsibilities so yeah. like it, we, we can't look back constantly at like our logo our website and like the things that we do and say like and just look at it and just like critique it or modify it yeah now we have the time it's on weird circumstances like yeah Vanessa just had a bunch of kids and I'm like disabled at the moment you know like so I'm I'm put out right now so like we have weird time it's not like we have a lot of time it's just like we're a little bit more flexible with the time that we have yeah like i was up until 12 o'clock last night working on stuff yeah and i'm exhausted because then i tried to go to bed and my baby's like no but anyways so, so so we can talk about like 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 our journey with the logo right like i think that's fair yeah yeah we'll we'll put that out there so, like, let's just talk about the journey for it. So, the first, okay. Mm. Wow, do we want to go, like, super in-depth, or are we going to keep this surface? Because <laughs> I've got daddy issues that involve the first logo. Okay, so let's just talk about how, <laughs> like, we never really liked our first logo. We just needed something. Something, because we were already making episodes, but we needed something. And we didn't have anybody who knew how to do those things. So we reached out to family members, and they came up with something just, like, on the fly. If you look really close at our logo, it is not refined. It is not, like, it's like line work, and then that's it. Yeah, well, so it was my dad. He made the logo. And, like, I always feel, well... I should rephrase because I don't feel this way anymore. But I always felt that I had to go to him because he designs websites. He um, does logo stuff. But we don't have the same style. Well, it's the same thing with Brittany. Like, when I, I went to your dad for my logo... And I already had a lot of ideas what I wanted. Yeah. But Brittany, her mock-ups were nothing that I wanted. Oh, yeah. And I liked Brittany's stuff. Because what I was looking for for my business was a little bit more bubbly. And whimsical. Yeah. yeah. And because that goes kind of with classic tales. You yeah. Know, it's like very um, princessy. Yeah. But anyways, so I just was like, I felt obligated to have him involved. And that's not the case anymore so like i don't feel guilty that i'm we did all of this stuff without any of his assistance exactly and so like we did we started like looking into like logos and stuff like that because his is his is so literal or the one that we have the one that we have is extremely literal and it doesn't it you can't put it anywhere you can't do much with it except for look at it alive yeah it's just eating at us like so we needed something a little bit more versatile so we went on to this website called fiverr fiverr f-i-v-v-e-r dot com and what it came to like things that we wanted we it's not that we don't want you to know that we're uh groomers it's just that we want you to perceive us as some sort of really cool hardcore band (laughs) or like goth industrial band but we have absolutely no musical talent or abilities but like we just want to look like we just want to be cool we just like feel so yeah that's it i think in our heart of hearts like we wanted that to reflect so we started looking at 
um, logo designs. So, like, when you go on Fiverr, they have examples of their designs. And so we started looking at people who make band logos. It just kind of popped up. And, like... We're like, oh, it looks so nice. This looks cool. This looks cool. And, like, so the way Fiverr works is that it's a whole bunch of... um, designers whether it's web design it's logo there's marketing stuff on like it's all kinds of freelancers Mm -hmm. who just like post you know their prices their prices and it's usually on the more of like affordable um because you're getting limited in what they're doing and so cool it's right up our like alley for price yeah and so we're just like kind of going through and you approach these people and then you pick who you want and so we had like a shit ton of people in our likes and we just ended up with this one guy and he was so fucking cool yeah (laughs) we told him what we wanted and the first couple mock-ups were like um yeah it's cool but like so then we just it's really cool the way it's designed because it gives you like you can start building from there yeah you know and so we literally build our logo from like a couple mock-ups that he sent us and we knew we thought we knew what we wanted and then we didn't know what we wanted yeah and then once we realized that That is is not what we want we knew exactly what what we wanted wanted. and it was so cool and he really did it so he gave us two mock-ups and i'm really glad that he did he was only supposed to give us one but he was like i'm not really feeling this one so i'm gonna give you this one and then so we kind of took the one that he wasn't supposed to give us and yeah. we actually liked the layout and then like we took something from one logo and smashed it into the other and then once he kind of like did it we were like this is it and it was only like a few tweaks it was fucking it was great. so easy to finesse afterwards yeah but the first logo um that he sent us that we wanted initially that we the idea that we kind of came up with was like we wanted something abstract feminism and, like integrated into it yeah but when you're thinking of abstract you know it's it's you only really know what it is yeah we knew that so he made like this logo that looked like boobies but they ended up not looking like boobies (laughs) no it the whole thing ended up looking like some abstract penis (laughs) yeah it was pretty (laughs) it was awful it was so awful (laughs) but oh no like this like this logo is amazing yeah and it's not okay so there's this trend going on for like groom florence groom fluencers and the fuck is that i just made it up Okay, okay 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 it's a groomer influencer but you mash the words together it's a groom fluencer okay <laughs> so i mean there's been a lot of grooming influencers for like years yes but i'm talking about their logo specifically okay and like there is a certain trend that's going around with their logos and like it's like, like the caricatures of them yes right? uh-huh. i cannot stand that. yeah no it's not for us and yeah. so we're like we need to be different yeah and because we are different because there is really nobody that's doing essentially what we're doing no i don't think so so no i mean people are always going to you know i don't know and it's and it's weird though because like i i don't hate the caricatures it's just not us I no, I actually really hate them. Like the caricature <laughs> dogs and like the character version of yourself. And no no hate to 
the company that does that. It's, yeah. It seems, it's like very popular among scrimmers. I personally don't like him. I personally do not like him. And that is just my personal opinion. There's yeah. no shade to the company that does it. I think they could be done cutely. Like, I actually thought about changing up Classic Tales to something like that, but mm-hmm. I don't want it of me. Like, I yeah. maybe like a cute dog or something. Yeah, I still don't like that. But yeah. not of me. And then when we were looking at some logos with animals, it started looking like IPA logos. Yeah. Like, like beer stickers and stuff uh-huh. like that and I was like, no and i'm like we're not that hip, we're not hipster enough you know for that no we don't live in like portland or like california or like the city <laughs> no soho no yeah so we just had to find something that was more us and it just kind of like sparked it so we have we have some new things coming you'll oh, be seeing so it exciting. you guys gotta make sure you look oh it's so exciting just like just yeah. so exciting. Yeah. We're reusing and trying to prioritize, like, some of our old imagery and, like, work it in. And we're still trying to stay funky fresh, man. Yeah. So, like, we're actually doing stuff. Because it's great. It's super great. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But, so... Um, sorry. I am, like, so exhausted yeah. I could pass out right now. So tell us how much you hate fees. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So um, we got paid some money and fucking. Okay, so I'm not used to like such big fees taking out of money that is paid to you because I use a smaller merchant. They're local. And. It's like they take change off the top, right? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, over every, like, like it's not like one big lump sum. Yeah. So, like, you don't, don't really know. notice it. The yeah, fees. you don't really. I get, like, an um, an itemized bill yeah. at the end of the, the month or, or whatever the 30 days is. And it's really not a lot of money to me that they're taking out. I'm still, like, faring fairly well at they're the end just of them. taking a processing fee and it, the processing fee seems to be fair yeah you know what i mean and they um they're if i remember correctly from our meeting this was like four years ago um four to five years ago when i had this meeting and they take they have a a monthly fee of using their services mm-hmm. which i think is up to like 16 bucks now and then they have the regular card processing fees. That's whatever Visa, MasterCard, and American Express charge, which American Express is always the most expensive. I think it's like 3%. And then uh, they have like their back end, what they take, which was not even a full percent of what they were taking. Yeah. And so was going to be way cheaper. So that's why I chose to go with a smaller merchant instead of going with stripe or paypal or square because they are two percent regardless of what it is yeah square was like 1.5 percent but it was 1.5 with every credit card which was nice yeah and it didn't have any monthly fees i'm pretty positive it probably wasn't like that for american express no it is it's they they made sure it was the is the same percentage for all credit cards 
But I'm pretty sure the percentage has gone up, so it's probably 2%. But like I said, the square was just across. So most of the bigger ones are just across the board. So if you're not doing American Express, like if you're doing like Visa or MasterCard, mm -hmm. which are cheaper to process yeah. in most places, you're still paying a little bit more because of the process. They're just keeping it straight. Yeah. Um, but And they don't take any back-end fees. They just take the fees because it automatically gets deposited. Well, it's all probably together. The 2% is probably what they're taking and i don't know but anyway so we got paid and like i've never seen like such a chunk of money so taken out and yeah. i was like what the fuck? and it's weird because typically when you send an invoice an invoice tends to be like even in the square invoices their per the percentage for the invoice is a little bit higher too so they don't just take like a credit card processing fee they take a huge chunk and so that's the same like all invoices are expensive which is stupid. I don't know it, why it's more expensive. It's so frustrating because I just have never seen something like yeah. that. So we're like, oh my gosh, we're we're adults and we're big girls now. And w we got paid for something. Like, do we get paid? No. But like the business that yeah. we're trying to grow is gotten paid. And this is supposed <laughs> to be an exciting champagne moment. And then I see $20 and I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Right. <laughs> like, I can't even enjoy that we just got paid this money. And I that like that was the first thing I saw, and it just said feet. I'm like, this is stupid. Like this is stupid, and you're trying to look so professional, so you send an invoice to be professional. Yeah. And like, so like, how do we get around that? I know, right? Like, Stacia doesn't send any invoices. She just signs contracts that with the people, and then they just deposit money or they send her a check. So I wonder if that's well, something. Well, because she's um, because they she's an imp like she's being 1099 for her services whereas they're asking us to be a part of our like we're offering the service yeah pretty yeah. much yeah. yeah whereas they're asking her for, for her service. services yeah so and we're providing them the service because they're asking to be a part of what we're doing. Yeah. So, so I guess maybe if somebody was a little bit more established and they already know what they want, they come to us with what they want, we just say the price and they give it to us. That might be different where we, well, we wouldn't have to do the invoicing or anything like that. Maybe. Because maybe. Then that's, a, that's just a check, not like a service rendered. Even though it's still service rendering. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll play it by ear depending on the company. But yeah, she just signs contracts and gets paid that's it fuck yeah if i was travel channel i'd do that shit too yeah 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 <laughs> they'll be like where do you want it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but so but then all of this like got me thinking once again because it reminds me of classic tales and how i didn't start the way that i wanted to start mm -hmm. and so and my biggest thing was, so my logo was what I wanted, and my website was fine. My website is still not what I want. I might fix it. Um, but, like, my prices, I listened to everybody else and did what I wanted, didn't do what I wanted. If it were up to me, I would have been, like, way more expensive, and I would have had my, like, I don't believe in bath fees. I just believe in paying for your, my time. Yeah. And so... I had split fees and, you know, I just, it was just too much. And so 
this is just reminding me once again, if you're going to start a business, start it the way that you want to start it from the beginning. <laughs> I know. I guess everybody's so like rushed to just get it up and running. And we were so rushed to get everything up and running in the yes. beginning. And there's nothing wrong with that. And we need to forgive ourselves for that. Yeah. But, and I don't, I don't think it holds us back. It's just, it's very easy for us to get complacent. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened is mm-hmm. nothing like there were always talks, you know, of trying to get stuff started. And for some reason, like nothing was ever getting done. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're going to start, like, I think if I'm going to start something ever again, like if I wanted to start another business down the few, like down the line or something. Yeah. I would do it the way I wanted to do it from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But it's hard when you don't know those things. Yeah, but this was... We've both started businesses beforehand. So, like, this isn't the first lesson. <laughs> I know, but but now we're a little bit more firm with how we're molding yeah. it now. You know what I mean? Oh, and there's something about being, like, turning 30. <laughs> what? I was 30 a long time ago. For me... Like, turning 30, there was just, like, this maturity that kind of formed a little bit. And, like, just, I don't know. Or, like, you you reckoning. You have, like, a self-reckoning with yourself. Like, yeah. time is limited. And you have a finite amount of... Uh, not necessarily that time is limited. It's just my bullshit meter is lower. I just don't have time for the extras. Yeah. Like, just do it this way or this don't ask me the stupid question or don't act that way that's toxic like can you just come at me a certain way or I just don't have time for stupid clients like so okay I canceled on my clients right yeah and one of the clients that I canceled on was giving the other groomer a hard time because she was canceling and so to make up for it she would give them a discount and i'm like why why for one and i'm like two like i've never had issue with my clients and so i canceled on her right and she didn't say anything to me and i'm like this is because i train my clients they know that they can't bullshit with me like you've canceled i don't give you shit for canceling yeah I don't even, I barely even charge a cancellation fee. I barely charge a cancellation because fee. Because life is life. Like, yeah. I get it. I have a cancellation fee to scare the shit out of you. But I've only charged someone that fee once. Like, legitimately. Like, they were annoying. It was more or less like... No, she canceled on me an hour before her appointment. Yeah. And she was a reoccurring a client. And I was like, look, now I can't fill this even if I wanted to. Yeah. Like, I'm literally going to be leaving to go to your house. And, like, I get... Like, I, you knew that your dog had diarrhea. <laughs> like... Right. You should have taken your dog to the vet, you know, maybe a day or two ago. I yeah. don't know. Or at least let me know. Yeah, or at like least let me the know day before. that there is a possibility and I could have been prepared. Yeah. But, like, I just, I just think it's funny. Mm-hmm. But so I canceled on her and not nothing. I hope you feel better. Thank you for rescheduling the appointment. That was it. I don't offer discounts. 
And I forgot what my point was. I don't know what your point was. I forgot. I don't remember. Oh, that I just, I'm tired of bullshit. And so, like, my clients know that, and I just don't deal with it. Sounds good. And so, I feel bad for this other groomer that was dealing with my clients in that way, and then they trained her to be like, can you give me a discount? Right. And, like, they would never. They know (laughs) the D word does not exist in my business. That should be, like, the second part of your paragraph. Like, you go on my about. Yeah. (laughs) Classic tales about I don't offer discounts. No, don't ask. Like, they're not available. Like, don't. And, like, I got talked into offering um, a veteran's discount. And so I did. And my veteran's discount was, like, so, so high. Most veterans' discounts are are 5% to 10%. Yeah, and that's just because it's taking out the tax. Mine was 20 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's on services. You don't have tax. You pay the taxes on the services. So and it's because. They don't pay the taxes on services. It's because my dad's ex-military and a war veteran. So, like, there's this part of me that, like, sympathizes with, you know, our military workers. Oh, for sure. And so I wasn't even going to offer a veteran's discount. Like, it wasn't on my radar. I don't believe in discounts. And so I got talked into doing it. And, like, I appreciate... That's a big discount, though. Oh, no, I don't... It's not that big now. I went to 5%. And, like, I just, like, kind of secretly got rid of it. And so my... Or, like, not mention it unless they say something. No. Even if they do say something now, I don't have it. Like, it's... I never even, like, put these discounts on my website. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And so... Well, nobody advertises veterans' discounts. Yeah, they do. There are people who do. Oh, okay. Well, it's probably a place that you pay taxes at. I don't know. But so my last client who was a veteran, her husband, well, actually he's currently in the uh, in the military. Yeah. I just didn't charge the discount because <laughs> I put in the paperwork that like this is your new price. And so like it, there's no mention of discount discounts in it. So I was like, I could just say that. I'm just so tired of discounts. We're in an age where it's too hard to give discounts. Oh, right now especially. Yeah, with like gas being so expensive, like I need every fucking penny. Yeah. Like we all do. And so I saw a thread on um Facebook of prices and there are people still charging $75 flat fee. It's crazy. How are you surviving? Especially with rent going up 20, 25%. Yeah, gas, inflation, everything is going up. Gas is over $5. I didn't even realize that. Um, You know, I've been around gas that's been like over $5 before. It sucked. We just didn't drive as much. But like the thing about it is, is that even though gas prices are high, everything else around it's high. So with yeah. gas prices being so high and like... Like, people are, it's not like 120% um, inflated for, like, uh, formula. So, there's a formula shortage. And so, like, the formula that's out on the markets for babies is, like, 120% more expensive than it was, like, a year ago, two years ago. Oh, it's insane. Someone just posted um, that it was 7 
$55 I've for never, two cans. It's incredible. I've never seen that. And it's just like, wow. Like, everything is so much more expensive. So, yeah, you're... Your services are going to be more expensive. You need to be okay with that. Yeah, I you think everybody to be needs okay to with hike that. their prices up. You cannot, even if you're doing everything like at home on the DL, like under the table, whatever Product you're doing, has gone up. Yeah, like exactly. Shampoos have gone up. Mm-hmm. Like you're not just buying shampoos at the same price you did a year and a half ago. And you have to keep in mind, even though there are some markets that are going to be okay, no, regardless of whatever's going on in the world, inflation and war and whatnot, they're going to keep their prices high to make sure that they're on brand and on trend with everyone else. So they're just going to have more profits. So like, you know, things that are naturally cheaper on the cheaper side, they're still going to make things more expensive. So you need to be aware of that with your prices and don't feel ashamed. Like, it's, Well, even if the industry isn't affected. Oh, like, it is. Ours is. But I'm just saying like. No, I'm talking. I'm yes. Going off of what you're saying is that the price should still go up regardless because the owner still has to make money from that. And so the business is indirectly being affected. Yes. And you also have to keep in mind, guys, like, if your hobby isn't making you happy, like, everybody says, oh, get a hobby, make money off that hobby, you'll always be happy. That is not true. That is not true. No. Because when your hobby becomes a career and it becomes something that is suffocating you, then it's not fun anymore. It's not a hobby. You're going to hate it even more than if you were just kind of coming into this career and you just learn to love it and you learn to get better at it. And you shouldn't stop striving to just being, like, I wouldn't say the best, but, like, you know, learning and stuff like that. But you also have to keep in mind, like, you can't just give out discounted prices because it's your hobby and it makes you happy. Like, no, there's going to be a time where it might not make you happy and you're going to want some money to fall back on in case of. This is an expensive hobby if people are still doing it because it's a hobby. Exactly. (laughs) Or you're, like, doing it out of the kindness of your heart. Like, oh, you know, like, I grew my own dog and so, like, I will groom other people's dogs in the neighborhood. No. If um, you want to do something in the kindness of your heart, sign up for Pup Relief. Okay. Yeah. The Pup Relief Tour? Yeah. Pup Relief Tour. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. What's his name? It just escaped my mind. The King of Harlem? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's his name? The dog father of Harlem. No, no. What's his name? Like, uh, his legal name. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a really regal name. Hold on. Yeah. Um, look him up. Like, if you really want to do something um, to make yourself feel better because you feel like you charge too much for your business or mm-hmm. you want to charge more for your business but you still want to give back to the community, hit him up because he um, sets up a pup relief tour where he gets groomers together and he grooms dogs for free he pops up a little you know tent area he did one in vegas but i was pregnant and um he did one in vegas and he just gets groomers to come and groom dogs for free for people who can't afford grooming like if you really want to help your community talk to him be a part of something just don't do it on on your own because you're just yeah don't do it on your own dime like well it's just it makes it harder for it makes it harder for other people. It really does. It makes it harder for the industry. It makes it less security for yourself. People take us yeah. seriously. Like, do something like that. If you really want to give back, there are people who who already do it. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, dog groomer or um, dog, the dog father of Harlem. Yeah, the dog father of Harlem. He's really kind of like popping up these days. Um, he was on. Um, he's on the NFL. He was also on that show that you were on. What is it called? Oh, um, hot dog. Hot dog. He was on hot dog. But yeah. Um, so you can like hit him up and he'll set something up. Um, I think he's going to be starting a tour right now. So I was curious, I was going to reach out to him and see if he's going to be stopping back in Vegas. Yeah, might as well. Like I can't do six dogs a day. I can't work to make money, but like I can do like a dog a day. No, you can't. Well, not maybe later. Yeah. Well, it's only like a day thing. Well, like, a dog. Like, a single dog. Like, I can't do... A Brian Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian Taylor. Oh, you found him? Yeah. Yeah, so, Brian Taylor. You can look him up. Um, but he's on Instagram. As I don't know why I said his name was Regal. He just looks Regal. Um, he does. He looks like rich as fuck. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, the Pup Relief Tour. You can look him up on Instagram. He's the dog father of Harlem. Um, and he, like, sets all this stuff up. It's really cool. So, like, raise your prices and then hit him up to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Do to your- do, like, a Pup Relief. Get on his tour. Yeah, you still need to eat, so you don't need to be the charity. Exactly. So, make it so you don't need charity, and then you give charity. Exactly. It's what rich people aren't doing, and you can totally do it. Yes, that's what you're supposed to do. No, I don't know if you're supposed to, but... No, I think so. I think if you're, like, doing good in your life, you should give back. Yeah, but I think that comes to a degree. You know, like, they say for us to donate, you know, us the commoners, us the people, to donate and give back to the community. But then they're up there fucking, like, hoarding their money. Yeah, and they give it to their own charities to launder and siphon. Exactly. And it's like, so they're looking at us to save the world when we don't have the biggest voice. Exactly. Even a buttload of us. Exactly. Unless we have, like, a a lot of guns in their faces. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so frustrating. I just can't wait until rich people get eaten up. It just needs to be one. One just needs to go, guys. I'm not brave enough to do it, but there needs to be a brave soul to just eat one of them. If you eat one of them, they will fall in line, okay? <laughs> That's the hope. You know, like, there's a, a, you know, there's a war going on, and there's one rich man that's just kind of fucking it up right now. So if, the, if you just started with him, <laughs> eat him, and then, like, maybe... Well, maybe America will get in line. You know what I mean? Maybe. So it'll be less of a kleptocracy. It's not here. I know. But, yeah. So, yeah, we're kind of like... There's like three white guys that just... You just pick one. They all look the same. (laughs) Okay? It's funny. That's funny. Because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> you can spin it. You can put some PR on it, like make him a martyr or something like that. But like, whatever, whatever. Right. So, um, we're kind of you know we talked talked about like our us revamping, and 
I opened up iTunes for the first time. So we were, a couple weeks ago, we were looking at iTunes. Our numbers. Yeah, for our numbers. And um, Vanessa saw that we had reviews on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why did we ever look at these reviews? Yeah, we have reviews. So if you ever left a review, it's just because we're ignorant. It's not because you're not loved. No, I just, we never opened up iTunes, like, itself. Yeah. Like, because once you have, like, your uh, loading platform, um, it really, you just upload it to your platform, and then it spreads it out to wherever your um, RSS link is. Yeah. And so you never have to open up your Spotify or your iTunes or your Amazon because then all the the data from those sites go into your main, like, hub. And so you don't ever have to open up those little websites ever again. But so um, I needed those RSS codes for something that I'm working on. And so... I was like, fuck it. I've totally forgot. Like, I'm already in iTunes. Like, let's look at these reviews. <laughs> so, first of all, on iTunes, we have 4.7 stars. That's Pretty amazing. Sweet. We have, like, over... We have 40 review Or 40 ratings. Um, but we only have five um, actual written reviews. Nice. So, one of them was three stars. So, like... It's kind of cool that, you know, we at least got three stars from this person. We did have a, a couple one stars, but um, it there's no review for the one stars. So I yeah. assume they just hate our guts. Yeah. <laughs> so much that they didn't have anything to say. Which is okay. I prefer it that way anyway. Um, I've always loved... I, I love reading the hate. I love, like... So there was this trick that I taught myself in middle school because I was starting to get bullied. Mm-hmm. And so there was something. Because in, you look like an Olsen twin? No, I don't know why. I think it was because I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> so people wanted to tear me down, which is funny because, like, I have no self-esteem. and Yeah, so, you don't. Like, which I, is weird. Yeah, I just. I felt that I needed to work on my personality. So I think I have a pretty good personality. Um, it's acquired. <laughs> it is a very acquired personality. But I'm weird. Uh, it doesn't match the face. No, I'm very weird. Yeah. And anyways, so I learned this trick. And I trained myself to be this way. The like, you have to learn to... I literally thrive off of people's hate. Like, I love hearing about it. Like, when I'm telling people, like, hey, no, really, tell me. Like, tell me what you think about me. It's not because I'm trying to start a fight. Like, I'm literally, like, I love hearing what people have to say about me, whether it's good or bad. And I personally love the bad more because it's so entertaining to me. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm never going to fight this person. I'm never going to confront this person. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to know, like, why does why does Becky think I'm a bitch? That's true. I am a bitch. Like, I agree <laughs> with Becky. Like, it's fucking great. You know, I love hearing it. Like, um, my favorite thing that stuck with me from middle school when I was learning this trick was someone said that I lost my virginity to a homeless person. And I'm like, it's not true, but that's great. Like, <laughs> I love it. There's a lot of A for effort. So, like, if you tell this person, tell them, like, keep it up. Like, you're really on to something. <laughs> you know? Like, I love it. So, I, I love reading it. So, like, if anybody, like, you're teetering and you're like, 
I really hate this podcast and I'm gonna write something mean about them please do like I'd love to hear what you have to say but so basically their biggest complaint was that there was too much cussing in this podcast agreed Uh, yeah yeah I mean it's true it's true I cuss a lot but it's not even just because the podcast I just cuss a lot in real life I do too like it's just how I talk it's who I am I've in elementary school, they, you know, made... What did they call me? Oh, the Vanessa virus. Because like, <laughs> I cursed so much that they thought they would get the virus. But I don't know. You know, elementary school brains didn't make sense. Yeah. Logic. But yeah. So that was their biggest complaint. Let's see if I can pull it up. Okay, so we got three stars, and it starts off like this. It's good, but... (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. I get it. We are frustrated groomers, but the swearing is every other word. I want to like this podcast, but honestly, the swearing is annoying. And, like... That's great. I totally agree. Yeah. I love it. We annoy ourselves all day, every day. Oh, yeah. It's great. But that was the only, like, bad review that we could see. So. Yeah. All the other ones were great. Someone even said we were informative. I'm not sure they were, like, reviewing the right podcast. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, they said we were informative, which is awesome. But, yeah, I think we have one more story. Okay, so um, they didn't say whether or not I can say their name, so I'm just going to say their first name. Okay. Um, This is from Nikki. Hey, guys, let me preface this with the fact that my phone is my life. I'm mobile, so I have Mogo and need my phone for GPS. So here, um, here's the, here's the shit show. Here's, here the shit show goes. So I pulled to a new client's house, right? Park my trailer, get out, start walking. Well, my phone just slides out of my hand. I swear, I swear in slow motion and, um, lands right in a fucking storm drain. Of course, anxiety (gasps) ensues. I know myself and I know that I will have to try to get it before I groom the dog or I will be anxious the whole time I groom the dog. So I go up to the new client all awkwardly. Again, anxiety. Tell her what happened. I asked her if she happened to have one of those trash grabber stick things (laughs) and a flashlight. She hands me both. So I head, yeah, that's nice. So I head out the door, but what does this lady do? Her and her eight-year-old grandson follow me out. Uh, like awkward. I'm like shit. They're gonna they're gonna come watch. Everybody watches. I know it's so awkward, and then you start sweating. I know, but I'm one of those people that I'm like, I gotta go see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am those people too. But then you I'm need, also the. Do you need some help? <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm like, oh great. I'm Here's both of those people. Uh, I make it out to the drain and see a um, a balloon and I think nothing of it. <laughs> I see a balloon. Um, I see a balloon and think nothing of it. I shimmy my way as close to the edge of the drain as I can get on my stomach. Of course, <sighs> ass up. Well, I forgot it was like the week before Halloween. There was a fake fucking clown in the drain <gasps> holding Stop the balloon. It. 
After a near heart attack, because I hate clowns, the little boy offers to climb down the drain. Of course, I said no. Luckily, the drain was a few feet down and had a concrete bottom. Somehow, I was able to um, scrape the grabber without being able to see anything and move the phone to where I could see it and grabber it. (laughs) So, one new client, one balloon, one heart attack, and a grabber thing later. And 10 minutes with my ass in the air, I got my phone. Mobile grooming is some shit. That's my biggest fear. A clowns in the not just that drink. dropping my keys in a storm drain. Yeah, dropping my phone in a storm drain. Like we don't really have like a lot of storm drains out here because like there's enough on my route that it's a big enough fear. But they're not that deep. They are that deep. Oh, okay, <laughs> they are. There's yeah. a couple where I have to park. I can't actually park next to the curb because the storm drain is goes at a slant and this is mostly in like newer neighborhoods and so if i were to park on that like close to uh-huh. the curb my my truck would tip like that's how like slanted it is on wow. these grates and so i'm parked like probably you know like however far that is like so i'm like in the street yeah and then you look down and when i look down i'm like fuck i would not go down there to get my shit but I'd have to. Yeah. But then I don't know if I can take that grade off. So then I'm like, I'd be stranded here forever. Yeah. And then you see like a clown and a balloon. And that's fucked up. That's I'm, fucking hilarious. How did she not scream and fall in? That's what would happen to me. Because I would like lose all grippage. She got some Megan the Stallion knees. Maybe. She was on her stomach. Ass up. She had that good grip, that yeah. good good. I don't know. Because the way I envision it is she was kind of like leaning, like she was on her knees and tummy and like yeah. kind of slanted down in there. Dang. And then she's like, I saw the balloon. I didn't think anything of it. And I'm like, that why would there be a balloon down there? Yeah. Immediately. And then there's a clown down there. And I'm thinking, who would have the time to put a clown in Crazy a storm people. drain. Crazy right? people. Or maybe they just set you up. Maybe they, like, have, like, a... <laughs> they set you up. Like, they knew you were going to drop your phone. <laughs> like, they set it up somehow that you were going to drop your phone. You didn't see the wire. There was, like, a an undetectable wire that just tripped you up, and then you, you lost your phone because they knew it was going to go in the storm drain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the kid, like... He, he was and the that's one why he that, came out. Yeah, that's why he came out. They all wanted to watch you. They wanted to see what was gonna happen. <laughs> They're like our first victim. Yay! Oh my god! You know, because I only see that kind of stuff like on Facebook. I've never actually encountered like anything like that before. Like people pranking other people. Well, no, just like I've seen people on Facebook like post a picture of a clown's face. On a piece of paper in a storm drain. Oh yeah, people do weird shit. But I've never actually seen it. Seen it it with my own eyes. Oh my god, my sister loves to go in the rich neighborhoods during Halloween because she fancies herself rich. Like it's awful. Yeah, but like she only goes trick or treating in like the rich neighborhoods, and they have like huge setups. Like their houses are all yeah super decorated, and they have like the cool animatronic like halloween stuff that they keep in storage yeah bring out it's kind of fun yeah i grew up doing that too going to like the big rich neighborhoods because um full-sized candy bars 
I never even really cared about, like, I always ate the candy in, like, one day. Like, I always fuck myself up. Yeah, of course. Um, I do that now as an adult. Oh, my God. And now you have babies you can take up trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It sucks because, uh, no, they won't be walking yet. It doesn't matter. You told me and you convinced me to take Fable. Oh, no, they're still going to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. I'm going to walk up to that house with my baby in a fucking costume and be like, put the candy in the bag yeah <laughs> i got two kids <laughs> yeah and which was kind of cool because last uh this halloween we had a decent amount of kids show up that was really cool i had nobody show up at my house mm, yeah sucks it sucked which those kinds of neighborhoods always had kids back in the day um well they go outside because I live in, like, a townhouse place. Yeah. They go, I grew up in a townhouse kind of similar to, like, your style. Yeah. Mm. It, you would you would think that, like, people just go, like, from door to door. There's more doors, technically. Yeah. No. They go... They do a lot of trunk-or-treating in the neighborhood. So, they'll go to, like, the... the we went to the school. We yeah. We a bunch of candy. I think... Tr- okay. So, like, this is just, like, my old school millennial... I think trunk-or-treating is what's ruining Halloween. Um, because people feel safer going into a parking lot with just like the trunk or treating or like schools often put them on and so or churches and stuff like that and so it's ruining the door-to-door and that really makes me sad because i don't know how much longer we're gonna have door-to-door trick-or-treating and like i get it but like i want my kids to enjoy their costumes like just putting a costume on and not like doing something in the costume doesn't seem fun well it's because now they're doing halloween throughout the whole month whereas like like trick-or-treating wise Mm -hmm. so like schools will put something on during the month uh churches will do something on a different weekend maybe i should start doing that too communities halloween um, parties yeah for the kids because costumes are so fun they're so expensive yeah and they're fun like i think it's so sad because like now that Halloween is being like trick or treating is spread out throughout the month instead of looking forward to that one night where you could go trick or treating, yeah, and like be out for several hours. Like, I think it was dead fairly quickly. Like, we had a, a decent amount, but nothing like it was like as a kid, yeah, where people were like, you knew that they had candy if the lights were on, and yeah, they would still have their lights on at like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And when lights were off, that's when you knew it was time to go home. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was how I knew. Yeah. And now, so I was watching, we were watching, um, one house had the lights on, but they never answered the door. Oh, uh, that, that, that's fucked up. Yeah, so people were just knocking on the door constantly. And like, so I don't know, that makes me sad. And I hope it kind of turns around now that, well, it probably won't because millennials aren't really having children either. And Gen Z has already, like, denounced kids. Good for them. So. Oh, yeah, I'm here for it. I think we definitely need. This is the kind of population control I agree with is because everybody's making their own choice. Yeah. Because they can. Not being forced upon them. Yeah. So. But it makes me sad a little bit because then it just means. But they're all willing to be, like. Well, my sister's like, I don't want kids, but she's enjoying being an auntie. 
That's how a lot of people are. Yeah. So. I was hoping that's how I was going to be. But then I was like, I want kids. And then I had kids. And I'm like, I don't want kids. And then I was like, I want another kid. <laughs> and then I had my baby. And I don't want kids. No more kids. Yeah. Fair. I love my kids. I love... I, but I've always wanted to be a mom. I never wanted to be a mom. Yeah. It shows. But, oh, man, I love my kids so much. My second is my favorite, definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's so fucking sweet. <laughs> You'll never meet a sweeter child. I don't know. No, I don't. I think my kids will be sweet, but they're... um. A story sweet. They're definitely going to be sassy, and I'm here for it, and I'm going to cultivate it, oh and God. I'm going to raise my children to be the complete opposite of me. They're going to have a voice. They're not going to stand down. They're going to defend what's theirs. If that means my children are going to become weaponized because of their bodies, because I'm going to put them in jujitsu, they're going to be able to take some motherfuckers down. Physically, we're going to do it. Okay, so <laughs> I tried doing that with Story, but she is not about that life. <laughs> I hope my kids are. She's not. We put her in jujitsu. She hates it. Oh. Soccer, she's, all right. Dance, she liked it. She wants to go back to it now again. Yeah. Um, drumming lessons is fun for her, but it's, it's, cool. it's just once a week for like an hour, half yeah. hour. But my sister's kids are in jujitsu because they like jujitsu and the oldest of the of the two kids, he was having some issues, like psychopath issues, like I'm gonna kill you, mom situation. Oh my god! Oh yeah, he would tell he would tell my sister he wished she was dead all the time. Mm-hmm. So he's an asshole, and um, really only to her. Um, I see that now because he was really good for all of us, but he was really a big asshole to her. So she put him in jujitsu and then the whole family became really obsessed with jujitsu and he's like, good. He likes it. Mm-hmm. He's, it kind of calms him down a little bit. He's not as aggressive at home, but the little girl, <laughs> my niece, she's five. Yeah. She's five. Going to be six. She is a psychopath. She's really good at jujitsu. She's number one in her age class. Every time she does a tournament, she comes out with a gold medal. Nice. No, she's psycho. Psycho. I'm here for it. She does instruction very well, or she does take instruction very well. So like she gets she gets the kids down. Yeah. Like quick. She pins them and she does all her moves and she's so many nobody else in the household has as many number one trophies that she does that's cool and she's only been doing it for like a year and a half that's awesome right she is going to be a kardashian she's already lying like starting to lie like a lot like she lies about everything oh wow yeah we were in the car and i didn't know that she's in a lying phase right now we were in the car and she was lying about some kid that bullies her and i'm like nobody fucking bullies this kid she's psycho (laughs) nobody bullies her so she's like saying that this kid bullied her so bad that the teacher that she told the teacher and so he ended up going into another class and then she ended up going into her brother's class and he's only four and i was like okay i it doesn't work that way because like you know age is kind of a big factor when it comes to going to kindergarten and first grade and stuff Mm -hmm. and you can't just go from kindergarten to second grade like they're not gonna let you do that so, like, I'm just trying to, like, kind of break it to her, like, you're caught in a lie, but I'm not trying to be a dick about it. Like, yeah. no. And so, like, I had to keep going backwards as far as, like, 
with her lie. Anyway, moral of the story is is that my sister's having a hard time with this one. So now she she's a weapon. Like she can choke a grown person out to the point that they pass out. Yeah. She's five and she lies all the time, is extremely manipulative. Yeah. And she's saucy. So have fun with that one. I'm not like seeing necessarily an issue other than the lying. <laughs> well, if you combine it all, it becomes kind of scary. So, so she stole, she's going to be a spy. So, okay. yes, basically, yeah. And so she stole a bunch of like, um, our, our Brittany, our friend, stayed with my sister for yeah. like a couple days. So Isla stole a bunch of stuff out of her suitcase and hid it all over the house. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Did Brittany find it? Yeah, she did. She couldn't find a pair of glasses. And so when I was there and I was like, okay, Isla, we're going to play a game. Everybody has to find a pair of these glasses. And so, like, I'm lying to, like, get get what we need because they're leaving in, like, an hour. And I'm like, oh, okay. You guys can have an ice cream cone because they were going to get ice cream anyway. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, you're, you know, you'll get a prize. So she brings the glasses because she stole the glasses. So I'm like, okay. So then that's that. It's end. Like, mm-hmm. all right, whatever. And so we called her out, or her, her mom called her out, but then her mom wouldn't continue to stop. Like, she just kept going in on her. She's five. Yeah. Like, saying, like, oh, you know, we caught you in a lie. You shouldn't get a prize or whatever. And I'm like, well, technically, I lied to her, too. Yeah. So then I had to talk to her, and I was like, okay, you need to go apologize to your mom. You need to go apologize to Brittany so this for lying. sounds like a confused little girl because she's getting all different kinds of feedback. Exactly. So I feel bad. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I, I, I'm not the parent here, but I did technically lie to her to get her to fess up. Yeah. So, like, I didn't want to be, like, the dick because I wasn't trying to be the dick. Yeah. She just sounds like there's a lot of conflicting things going on but yeah when kids lie and you you're a dick back to them they're just gonna get better at lying i am proof (laughs) my daughter is a snitch yeah i didn't snitch on nobody i knew to keep my mouth shut from a very young age nope my daughter tells me everything um but yeah anyways so we need more stories guys so send us your stories please 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 because that was our last story um but we are out till next time. You can send us the stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com or go to our Facebook and our website is there and you can send us your story through there. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Shit on the Table. Tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. We are also now on Amazon Podcasts and Audible. Um, so you can find us there also. Tell your friends. Oh, you guys can totally like us, follow, and out of review wherever i don't know oh i think i think spotify does reviews now too i know itunes does i'm not sure about google play i don't know what they actually do amazon but like it's funny oh (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um i know this episode was a little uh, all over the place but that's okay um okay we're just a little excited yeah exactly all right bye